Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Today's show is brought to you by our loyal patrons over on Patreon. In addition to our traditional sponsors, y'all keep the lights on over here at SAFHQ. If you'd like to help support the show and get some cool rewards, head to patreon.com slash she's all fat pod and sign up for as little as $1 a month. Or if you have a business that needs advertising and you want to work with us, contact us at FYI at she's all fat pod.com. Thanks. It's the girl who hosted it. Listen to the podcast. Oh my goodness. And then I was, and Jesse told me that and I was like, oh no, I have to be cool. Oh no. Oh, oh no. my God. That's the secret behind the scenes tip for she's all fat. It's like, we're shy girls. <laughs> I'm April, and this is She's All Fat. The podcast for body positivity, radical self-love, and chill vibes only. This week, we'll discuss how to be a straight size alley with your money, breakups, and Kylie, Kylie, Kylie. April, what are you obsessed with this week? This week, I'm obsessed with two songs. Guess the genre. Um, Hip-hop? Oh, no. Soul? Pop. Um, jazz pop princess. (laughs) Why would you say jazz? (laughs) It's just a joke about about you stereotypically like how black people stereotypically like those. It was just a joke because you only like pop. I only like pop. I mean, I do the occasional hip hop, but really, I'm a pop princess. It's only hip hop. It's only hip. Like it's it's like featuring you know Nicki Minaj on a pop song. Yeah, it's like the vibe. So um, okay, two songs this week I'm obsessed with. The first one is by Troy Sivan, who's like a young, gay, South African pop star. Mm-hmm. So I'm already like very intrigued. He started mm-hmm. as a YouTuber, but now he's like legitimate. I've he seen on, their name places. Yeah, I think um, he was on SNL a couple weeks ago. Cool. Um, so he just had a song come out called My, My, My. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Music video is very hot, but epilepsy warning. It's very flashy. Really? It's good. Yeah, we're going to listen to a clip right here. Um, but I love the song. It just like reminds me of spring slash summertime. It's so fun. It's so interesting to hear a boy sing about a boy. I don't get it. He says he a lot. He's like mm. buzz cut. Like it's good. So I'm really into that song. If you guys need some like pop, pick me up. That's the song when I listen to in the morning when I'm like doing my 40 minute, am I going to get out of bed routine? And then that's the song where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get out of bed. <laughs> um, and my other one, I list, I had Sophie listen to it with me for our pump up song this episode. It's called Ignore Me by Betty Who. Betty Who is another like slept on, um, I think she's from Australia, pop singer. Cool. She's cool. She's like six feet tall. She's dope. Um, and the song is just about how it's like, don't, don't break up with me, but then try to be my friend. Before, baby, ignore me. Since you don't need me anymore, you don't get to say that you know me, claim 
She's like, you're not invited to my party. Like, don't show up. Just ignore me. I died to you. This is what it is. Again. And it's like, I love it. I love all her jams. Her voice is very beautiful. Um, so if you guys are into pop music as deeply as I am, check those out. Um, so what are you obsessed with this week? Um, this week I'm obsessed with just the, you know, fat community out there. I was, um, invited, we were both invited, but you were like, I have to sleep. I have a job. (laughs) I'm so tired every moment. Um, we were invited by, um, this girl who I'm friends with on Instagram now. Her at is Modachrome and she's super, super nice. And we've been trying to like get coffee for a while. And then she was like, you should come down for this fat clothing swap. And I got to go down to San Diego and go to this, like, it was super well organized. It was just at someone's house, but like they had people, local people drop off everything before. They had stuff like sorted by rack, by like size. Wow. They had everything super, had to be super clean. It was like, it looked like a mini, like vintage boutique basically. Wow. They had like music playing and like LaCroix to drink and like, it was so nice. That's perfect. It was just like all fat, like femmes and women and, and that was really fun. I actually got really shy because the girl who hosted it listened to the podcast. Oh my goodness. And then I was, and Jesse told me that and I was like, oh no, I have to be cool. Oh no. Oh, oh no. my God. That's the secret behind the scenes tip for she's all fat. It's like, we're shy girls. <laughs> it made me super, I like got really in my head about it and I was like, no, 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 she's going to be cool. And then she oh was God. obviously super cool. Yeah. It's just, just like, so, it's so weird because even though obviously we do the podcast, we put it out. When I meet somebody who's listened to it, I'm like, oh my God, you know so much about I me. know. <laughs> so much i have that feeling of like when somebody says something to you or somebody's like remember that time you blah and you're like don't remember it and you flush and you're trying to like go through the category in your head so whenever i meet someone who's listened to the podcast i like go try to go through anything potentially embarrassing i could have said and i'm like it's everything it's everything we've said everything (laughs) we're we're really sharing here it's it's such a bizarre so so this is a good note like if you ever meet us which like what <laughs> you ever meet us and i make a weird face and like my mustache starts you. to drip it's not you i have a lot of anxiety and i get i'm a shy girl yeah secretly um, very shy very shy that sounds I mean, very cool and you got so much cute stuff at that spot. i did i got actually like jesse brought these jeans from asos because i only have black the black rock star skinny jeans from old navy and that's like all i've worn for jeans for a while and i have been really liking some of the looks with like a little bit loose light wash denim yes so i was like okay my dream would be if i get some and then jesse brought two pairs of jeans (laughs) and i was like these are mine perfect the 90s are back everyone they're all back get into it so it's just that like fat community being invited to this thing everyone being super friendly like it was just fun to be like i've gone to clothing swaps before but it was always just me they're like anyone want a size 24 <laughs> no <laughs> like you know what i mean everyone was like oh my god cute like yeah. size three i would be like that was nice. Dang. Like, Dang. So this was super fun. And also just wanted to say too, we like just went through some stuff from our PO box and we just got a lot of really, really nice letters. This past week, all I will have posted this really cute little mini banner. Is that what you call it? Gar- is it garland? Yeah, like a garland okay. that someone sent us that says chill vibes only. Yes. It's so cute. We love it. I cannot <laughs> believe it. It's like hung up with my like crystals and witchy, witchy stuff now because it's like... It's, it's perfect. Yeah, it's chill vibes only. I cannot believe people are so kind and so generous to send us things. Yeah, we love I them. I mean, no, no pressure, guys, but like we are <laughs> so excited. Wow. Yeah, it's so nice. Oh, I'm just really I'm here for you know the fat community and like you know fat allies or like whatever you want to call yourself. Yeah, I don't know. 
fat, fat, fat skinny bitches friends. <laughs> <All over>. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh my gosh. We um, love y'all so much. That's what um, I'm obsessed with this week. And we have a shared obsession. Yes. So we are recording this on Sunday, February 4th. Yes. The day that some people are participating in the patriarchal act of watching men smash their brains together and getting brain damage. Until they want to like hurt their families yes. or whatever the fuck happens. Some people are doing that. Some people are over the moon that Kylie Marie Jenner, I don't know her middle name. I bet it's Marie, though. It's probably. Kylie Marie Jenner has given birth to a girl. Oh, my God. And she has shared her pregnancy journey with us. We've already watched the video twice. twice. How generous, how miraculous. Like, I'm genuinely so proud. Like, it was no sense of irony watching it. It was just a sense of, like... I'm so happy for her in this journey. You can tell she really takes it seriously. She's, like, stepping into her purpose of being a mom. It's, like, amazing to watch. It was so beautiful. Honestly, because Kylie just from day one has always been like, I don't want to be famous. She was like, and then her mom was like, you have to do something. (laughs) She was like, makeup, I guess. And now she's, like, super successful, even though she's always fucking it up. (laughs) And, like... This she just clearly like really wants to be a mom. She posted yes. it on YouTube. It's not like you know held as a special reveal or anything. No. She's just like this is me. I know we're gonna get tweets about this, but listen, I don't care. Save your tweet, like honestly. And I never said the Kardashians weren't problematic. No, they're so not. problematic. I'm literally a black girl. You think I don't have beef with the Kardashians? <laughs> but at the end of the day, like I, these are all like a family of female entrepreneurs, yeah. and I'm super excited about whatever they do. And I'm proud of Kylie. Every don't time at me. something, every time they do something stupid. Um, my boyfriend Victor always sends like the link of the tweet about it to our like family text group and is like, You still def-? and I'm like, You don't understand. Like it's I'm not nobody thinks they're good. That's I, not we the didn't point. Pay attention, but I'm not gonna get keep getting upset every time Kim does cornrows. She no. does it for attention and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna encourage the behavior. But I am very excited for Kylie. Yeah, they're the a national obsession. Deal with it. Deal with it. This is culture. Sorry. Also, like I laughed so hard at how the first person talking in the video beside like right after the footage of her being a baby mm-hmm. is her best friend yes. jordan it's not and the dad of the baby doesn't talk in the movie at, at all. all it's just like who's important to me my baby and my best friend yeah. and my family and my mom all my black friends my mom <laughs> Haley baldwin her whoever. like makeup artist is in it yeah. <laughs> travis scott says nothing <laughs> as it should be as it should be take lessons ladies this is yeah. what we do best friends babies the families <laughs> the three b's <laughs> um so let's move on to some shout outs okay okay so i'm gonna shout out people who have been so kind as to leave us reviews on apple Podcasts. yay we got smell in rose which that's Lindsay's friend nice. from virginia that's oh, ellen oh thank you ellen Thanks, oh ellen. that makes more sense yeah. michael ass rose my Kalasros, maybe? My, my, my Kalasros. Sure. Thank you. We got Katie 5.22. Same. Daniel Forever. <laughs> Lil Kim fan. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. And finally, Ashley the Fox. Thank oh you God. for leaving us a review. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Thank you for leaving a review. Uh, I love you. <laughs> okay, and Patreon shout out so, okay. since you're so perfect. We should do it the other way because these are just names. Like, we should have, I should have read the first ones and had you read these. I don't want this to be hard for you. Mm. <laughs> okay, our Patreon shout outs. We um, love you guys so much and we are working through all the podcast and Patreon shout outs. It just takes a little bit because there's so many of you. So if we haven't said your name yet, we will rest assured. Um, Ashley Newburn, Alexandra Shawan. I don't know how to say your last name, Alex, but you're you're a real you're a real chick. Um, Amelie Jennings, Tiffany Tripson, and Shannon Browning. 
Thank you guys so much for Thank being part of the you. Patreon family. We appreciate you. All the best. So much. Thank you so much. We should really get to the meat of it, don't you think? Yes, let's do it. You've got mail. As you can tell from that, an incredibly creative intro. <laughs> this is our second mailbag episode. Um, back. Yeah, we're back. We got great feedback on our last mailbag app. We hope that you guys like hearing these. We love making them. It's so fun to know exactly what people want to hear and be able to like answer those questions directly. For this one, we are only doing questions that were sent to us as voice memos. If you sent an email, then fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We'll no. get to you next time. But also... To be honest, you will get priority if you send us a voice memo. Like, April give me that voice. Loves the voice memo. Give me that voice. Um, and so, but some of the ones are an email because they're just like really long and and complicated, and somebody yeah. spent a really long time like writing out paragraphs. Mm-hmm. And so, some of the ones that we want to do in email are just like gonna be full eps. Yeah. So, if you sent us a question via email and you're like, "What the heck?" Then like, don't worry, <laughs> we will get to you. Yes, you will be responded to, or either. Via email or on air. Yes, you will. We love all of your letters and we love you. We love you. Also, just want to say, just like last time, we're not experts. We don't have a degree in um, fat studies and correctness. (laughs) So we're all trying our best. We love y'all. We're going to do our best to give you really thoughtful advice, but also please take this with a million grains of sea salt. Yeah, we have our limited, you know, our limited life experience and we're giving advice from the perspective of like thinking about these things and wanting to help. But if you like feel like we didn't nail it, then that is totally valid. And also if you guys have other ideas or responses for these people who are going to be asking these questions, please email us or tweet at us and we will like be sure to retweet you or say it next time in the tip jar because I love getting info from other people who have different life experiences who know more about different things than we do. Yeah, we want to we want to hear that feedback. We'll retweet you if you also have extra hints for tips for the people yeah, who have sent exactly. us letters. Let's do it. Hi, April and Sophie. It's Hannah. I am in a difficult situation with my sister who has just started her own business. It's a direct sales clothing company. It does have options for plus size, not many. But I'm really struggling with the wording of how the like stylists with her company are encouraged to sell the clothes. It's very fat phobic, very fat shaming, talking about like eliminating your muffin top and like hiding the problem areas and things like that. So I'm pretty sure my sister is just like straight copying and pasting these advertisements that they're like encouraged to push but I'm wondering how I can approach this conversation with her if you have any tips or advice because it's really tough and now she wants me to be liking and commenting on all of her posts so that people see them so that she can do her job but that means that I have to see more of it in my newsfeed on social media and that's really not fun for me because I really hate diet culture so help please thank you Hannah, thank you so much for sending us your voice memo. First of all, I just want to say it sounds like you are approaching your relationship with your sister with a lot of care and thought. 
Um, we're both sisters. Hell yeah. I'm a baby sis, so it's a big sis. I'm a big sis. It's obvious if you listen to the pod, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and, you know, sisters are hard. Sisters are, like, the most special and also the ones you want to strangle the most. So, like, we get that. Um, okay. So I want to comment on two things. Number one, I totally hear you that I, like, it makes total sense why that would suck. Um, number two, I'm going to put in the show notes, a link to this like long form article. I think it was probably in the New York times, but I'm not sure just about MLMs, which is like what direct to customer sales are. And just like how a lot of times those companies prey on stay at home moms or like mostly women who have been, you know, kept out of the workforce in some way, or like are, you know, looking for a way to make money, um, on the side of something and just how like direct to customer sales and MLMs as a whole are like predatory and, and bad, but that's not the focus of your question. <laughs> I'm just going to link to that um, because she's doing it and you can't stop her from doing it. So what I'm hearing your question be is like, how can I support my sister while she's doing this thing that really bothers me? The best thing I would suggest maybe since there's a specific ask from her, right, which is please comment and share my post so that they get more traction, is I would suggest that you start a conversation with her. I mean, depending on how much you've talked with her about this in the past, I don't know like what your history is or like if this is a a sore spot in any way, but if it's possible, you could start a conversation just about that and you could make it just about your boundaries, about your own actions. So you could say like, hey, I really want to support you, Hannah too, which is what Hannah's sisters are all called. Mm, other um, Hannah. Other Hannah. Mm-hmm. I really want to support you and I'm so proud of you and um, you know, you're really like out there doing your thing. Um, I would love to support you. The way I am comfortable doing that is if the language in your posts is changed to be not supportive of diet culture. Say like, for example, um, this specific phrasing made me uncomfortable because of X, Y, and Z. Um, I'd be happy to help you write some more inclusive phrasing and then I would feel much more comfortable sharing it. Otherwise I don't feel comfortable doing that, but I'm happy to support you in other ways. Here's the problem with capitalism (laughs) is that this could be not specifically for other Hannah, but just in general business owners. The reality is like, I hope that she takes what Soph just laid out seriously because it's a concern coming from sister to sister. But I also know that when it comes to running a business, sometimes it's just about making that cash. So if if you can appeal to that, like totally justified impulse because again, capitalist society and just be like, listen, sometimes people will see these phrases and it'll alienate them and they won't want to buy it because it like reminds them of all this shame that they're working out. They're trying to work against. So it might be wise for you, for your bottom line to, to rephrase it and to be more of like encouraging or just like neutral language instead of shameful language. So maybe like if she has issues struggling with, cause I feel like it's a lot to ask for her to, to be like, you need to rethink the way that you think about diet culture. It might be an easier ask to say, this might be alienating. So if you want to like make money, think of it differently. For sure. I wonder if that will be helpful. It totally depends on what conversations they've had before. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So let's review. Number one, you could say, hey, this makes me uncomfortable. Number two, you could say, um, here's my boundaries and here's why. And number three, you could say, I think you could make more money if you do it this other way. Mm -hmm. And you could even change it because the thing is with these kind of businesses, other people will be doing it. So you want to differentiate. So if she can try to think of ways to frame the product so that it's not shameful and it could be even empowering in some way, it would give her a leg up and it would also make it more comfortable for you as a sister to try to 
promote her. You totally. Know? And if she is not open to any conversation like that, or if she's like, I just have to do what the company says, then you could just say like, okay, well then I can share the posts that don't say those things. And like, let's think of a different way that I can support you, um, with the other ones, because I just don't want to do that. Hannah, please keep us posted on how this goes. Keep and if us this, posted. If she rewrites the copy to be less diet culture we hope so. Hopefully, you know, your relationship with your sister uh, is good and this will help. And if not, like, we want to try again to help again. I'm, like, so invested in sisters. Sisters Sister. are the most important thing. Sisters are life. Hashtag Kylie Jenner. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Hey, Sophie and April. This is Hannah. I love this podcast and I've learned so much from both of you. This is really a bright spot in my week. Last week, you talked about how important it is to support size-inclusive fashion. And I was actually wondering about the flip side of that boycotting stores that aren't size inclusive. I'm a thin woman and I'd love to be body positive with my spending power. So my question is, which of the mainstream clothing outlets should I consider boycotting because of their failure to provide clothing options for everybody? Thanks so much. All right. Thank you so much for this letter, Hannah. Um, as far as boycotts, I mean, here's the problem. We talked a little bit about this in episode 10 featuring Gabby Fresh, but the problem is just so many retailers obviously have the ability to make plus size clothes, but just choose not to because of like discrimination, basically. So it's kind of like, I wish instead of boycott, we could find a way to shame them into making clothes for fat people. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know what the answer is. The thing is, is that... Uh, they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like usually a boycott would be like a super cool move. And I want to also say like, I appreciate you, Hannah, so much for being a, an ally, for like recognizing your privilege and for like caring enough to want to use your dollars on clothing for you, like in a responsible way. I think like the boycott or like make noise strategy works a lot better for, um, for areas where the company will be worried about backlash about it. For example, it's been working pretty well after like a long time of it not working at all in the foundation or makeup areas. Mm -hmm. Like there's been a lot of social media action recently. I'll link to like some article about it in the show notes um, about different brands who will be like, we have a hundred shades, pearl to abalone or whatever. And then <laughs> Follow like, Jackie Ina. She's exposing yeah. this left and right. Um, and it's worked really well recently for people to tweet like, wow, at Maybelline or whatever, like we're not going to use you until I don't know if Maybelline is like bad or not. I, I just chose are. a brand. <laughs> um, we're not going to buy you until you like expand into more tones. I the reason I don't think that would work for clothes is because like they don't care. It like they don't see like it's only fairly recently like this literally the last couple months that being exclusive of different um, skin tones has been enough of a bad thing socially seen in a wide way to make companies change. You know what I mean? So like, I don't think that pressure exists for fat bodies right now. Um, hopefully it will someday. Maybe what you could do is buy or support brands that have bigger sizes yeah. as a way, but there's not that many that have like small sizes all the way through. And the ones that do are fast fashion, like Old Navy or whatever, that I feel like uncomfortable saying like a hundred percent support like Walmart and Old Navy because they like use slave labor in, in <laughs> overseas. Yeah. So Capitalism is a cancer. It truly is. Unavoidable. <laughs> I would say like number one thing you could do when you go to a store, ask if they have plus sizes. If not, 
tweet about it. Take a picture of their biggest size and tweet at them about it and like tell your friends why you're doing that. Just try to like help start spreading like, oh, I care about this even though it doesn't affect me and here's why. Mm -hmm. Um, And also it helps in stores if the managers here, like if you could say like, do you have plus sizes? And if not, like if they're like, no, you could be like, hey, could you tell your manager to pass on that? Like I would love to buy plus sizes or have plus sizes available because one thing that stores do care about is if there's like demand for things in stores. Absolutely. Like the thing is Twitter campaigns, people say social media, whatever, doesn't doesn't make a difference. No company wants to be trending on Twitter for a bad reason. Right. So it's not even about a boycott. It's more just like make it very clear what the issue is. Yeah, have your receipts have like the up to size 10 photo of that clothing rack. Yeah. Um, and just make it clear that it's it's not okay. And it's hard to pick a brand because it's like every brand but the three brands that carry plus sizes. Yeah. If you look at plus size representation in clothing as like a rights issue or an accessibility issue, I think it's pretty hard to look at that without also looking at fast fashion versus slow fashion, which is like a whole other topic. So another thing I would suggest doing is um, using some money of your clothing money to try to buy from local brands. And usually local brands or, or made in the USA brands are run by people who are more cognizant of those things because they have chosen to be made locally or in the USA and therefore might be more receptive if you reached out to them to say like, hey, I've bought your stuff. I support you. I support you not using like um, you know, abusive factories where there's like no labor rights. Mm-hmm. Could you please expand your sizes? We are working with um, Danny of Daisy LA. She's like expanding her sizes. She reached out to us to do that. So I know that there's like other small, slow fashion people who are into that. And also do what you can to support those small brands that do have plus. Like even if you're not plus size, if you buy a Prem gift card for like a friend yeah. or something, that can make such a difference because number one, not only do, do a lot of those brands not get a lot of like attention, like a plus friend might not know they exist, but also you're supporting that business and being an ally, even though those clothes aren't necessarily for you. And also Prem starts at 10. Yeah. Like if you're on the smaller end. Yeah. It depends what size this person is. Yeah. Also, yeah, I was going to say like buying clothes from brands that have smaller sizes, if they fit you is cool because it helps normalize them. Cause there's definitely brands that people are like, Oh, the fat brands. And then also just if you get something, it would be cool for your friends maybe if you if they don't have a plus size, if you were like, oh, I researched and here's like a plus size version of what I got. Just because like a lot of times for me with my thin friends, they'll they'll get something and I'll be like, oh my God, that's so cute. Where did you get it? And they'll be like, oh, this store that carries up to 10. And I'll be like, nice. <laughs> Enjoy. Seriously. So like one way you can be an ally in person is just to to be aware of more options. That would be so helpful. Right? If I knew where all my friends' like cute overalls came from, that that would work for me. Right? That would be dope. Wouldn't that be amazing? Um, Thank you so much for being so cognizant. Yeah, thanks, Hannah. Hannah. We appreciate you a lot. Keep us posted. My question for Ask a Fatty kind of has to do with being embarrassed in public about being bigger. Um, My situation was this past summer, I went to Six Flags. It's an amusement park, if you're not familiar. And my boyfriend and I went on this ride that, um, it's the one that kind of looks like a a claw and it, you sit in the seats and it kind of spins you around upside down. Um, but basically we got on the ride and the attendant came to put the harness over me and it wouldn't fit. So she was like, you're too big. You need to move. And she moved me to one of these 
seats on the side that was labeled um, four larger passengers. She tried to put the harness over me on that one and it didn't fit either. So she had to ask me to get off the ride. I was so embarrassed. Everyone on the ride had to wait for me to leave and watched me walk away. And normally I'm really confident in my body but that just kind of ruined my whole day. And I don't really feel like I'm that much larger than the average person. I'm only a size 16. Anyway, I was just wondering if you guys have ever had an experience like this and how you cope with something like that. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Hannah. Uh, Six Flag, literally at us. Like, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. Also, her question was like, I'm not that much bigger than the average person. You're no, literally you're average. smaller than the average. Like, yeah. The average person's a size 18 now. <laughs> you're smaller than the average person. <laughs> this is outrageous. I am so upset. I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. Like, the, the, the humiliating part of it is it's just... They're treating you and your body like it's the problem. Like you don't fit, so you don't belong. You get out. Yeah. We, instead of being like, oh, oops, we made the wrong thing, which is what they did. Yeah, it's too small. Like, <laughs> it's really frustrating. Um, I'm so sorry you went through that. Similar experiences. This, I feel like something similar has happened to me. The last time I was at an amusement park was um, at Valley Fair in uh, Minnesota. What's up, guys? Um, but I wasn't too big. I was just too, like, scared to get on a ride. <laughs> but then it was like, like didn't get on it. No, I did get on it. <laughs> but what I will say is that that was always my ongoing, like, nightmare at those types of things because it's a place where we're all supposed to be, like, free and enjoying ourselves and, you know, being whatever, young, wild, and free. And I had seen that happen to people before, and it's just so humiliating. And it just is, it's another one of these, like, accessibility issues where it's very clear that people's bodies are not a priority yeah it's really messed up that also happened to me at universal studios here in la my family went to go to the like wizarding world there and in line for like the main ride they like pulled me out of line and they're like sit in this like tester chair to see if you'll fit and i sat in it and they're like you don't fit (laughs) and i was like okay is there like a side thing or like what can I and they're like no you just can't go on the ride and everyone was like looking and then my wow. family my dad like started to get mad and I was like please don't like there's nothing there. like the people who were doing it were very uncomfortable which made me very uncomfortable and it was shitty and so I just was like embarrassed and I told my family to just go on the ride and like I went to the Starbucks and just like sat there for a little bit so sad <laughs> and then they were all like it was dumb anyways like it made give me a headache because it's like virtual mm. <laughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, sure. But How like, are we too fat for VR? I don't know. <laughs> Bullshit. It's ridiculous. I mean, just a little tip. The most fat-friendly theme park is all the Disney parks because what makes people not fit on these rides is like if they don't want to build it so that there's individual restraints so that like if there's just a bar across the whole row then it's like a safety issue if you're bigger and so it has to be stop at a certain point and then thinner people could like be jostled around but disney pays the money to make more like rides individual restraints anyways because they want that cash once again i'm sure disney is not like a body positive brand no they just want you people to be able to ride their freaking rides because they're like we want your money we want your money and it's like what I'm the kind of person that's like, I really don't care why you do the right thing yeah. as long as you get there. Like, get there, Harry. Was it Wizarding House? <laughs> What's it called? Oh, yeah, guys, remember, April's <laughs> never read or seen Harry Potter, so she... I don't want to talk about it. I just want to know who they are so I can ignore them forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, Hannah, I'm really sorry that happened. I know literally exactly how you feel. It's super embarrassing, and it's really hard to keep, like, in that moment... I, I was not sure what to do either because I was like, they were embarrassed. My family was worried and upset. Like everyone was trying not to look at me. And it was just, I do like a put on a brave face, face thing of being like, no, no, I'm fine. I didn't even want to go. Damn. You guys go. Like, it's fine. So I don't know. I mean, like that's super hard because like you're really being set up to fail. I don't think you have to like beat yourself up for struggling to be potty, body positive in that situation. That's a really hard situation. Totally. And again, you're not the one not being body positive no. there. Like you're saying like, how can I not be upset by this? They're the ones who are failing at being body positive. Like you are totally valid to feel hurt and you're, upset by that. You're allowed to feel upset. The fact that your actual body is being treated like an issue is yeah. like hurtful and it sucks. And so what I'm also wondering is like, what advice can we give to people who see this kind of thing go down? Like similar to our travel episode, I'm like, I know you seen somebody get shamed for you know having an extra seat or taking up too much quote too much space or whatever when that happened to you did you wish someone said anything it's it's so hard because it's like the seat's there what are they gonna do i wanted no one to look at me ever again i mean is that that like but truly is that the advice we should give because honestly i hate being stared at in situations like that is the advice just like step up or look away I think, like, yeah. Don't treat me like a spectacle. It's hard. I mean, I think, like, if the other people around me, if somebody had been like, that's weird, or, like, that's wrong, Mm -hmm. then, but, like, not try to talk to me about it. If somebody had said, like, but, again, not in a way that's, like, abusing the, you know, people who work there for minimum wage. It's not their fault. But even if, again, if people, like, tweeted about it, if they were, like, messed up that everyone couldn't come on your ride like at so-and-so yeah. like i could see a pop sugar article about this <laughs> yes. or whatever you know what i mean <laughs> come on just jared jr yeah. let's do it <laughs> yeah like i think for other people the worst worst thing in the world is if you're embarrassed because somebody is being rude to you about your body in public and somebody gives you like a kind sad smile and you're like i'm gonna murder everyone and then myself <laughs> and I hope the earth is cleansed. It's just a horrible feeling. Yeah, I don't know why I can't think of a specific instance, but I feel like this has happened to me before. And it was just a feeling of like, yeah, nobody look at me. I want to poof, disappear. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's not, again, I just want to say like, Hannah, this is not your fault. You didn't need to do anything better. 
there's literally nothing for you to do. It's not your job to like make companies treat you with like fairness and respect. Take heart in knowing that it's not just you. So while we're listening to that question, I Googled six flags size discrimination. And apparently there's been several lawsuits about people being really? like, I went and I've been discriminated against. I don't know how they ended up shaking out. But yeah, this is a huge problem and it's not just on you. We see it and it's yeah, bullshit. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening. I wonder what'll make these companies like finally change. Just a public dragging. That's what Twitter's great for. Um, keep us posted on how you felt about this, and I'm sorry, and yeah. it's okay to be sad. We're here for you. We got you. Hey, awesome ladies. Uh, my name is Hannah. I'm from Australia. I'm a feminist, a body positive activist, and a fat woman myself. In particular, I'm a high school teacher, and I teach all girls. And something that I'm very passionate about is having conversations with them about what it means to be a woman uh, who's okay with her body in this world and somebody who speaks up for the right to have access to and freedom to do what they would like to do in life, no matter their size, um, no matter their race, no matter their sexuality, um, and no matter their um, ability, whether they're disabled or not. But I was just wondering if you guys had any particular resources or comments that you wanted to share about what you think teenage girls in particular need to hear and how to kind of come up against uh, the things that they're saying to me when it comes to fitspo and really clean eating and all of those narratives that they have in their lives from Instagram and social media as well. I'd love your thoughts. Thanks. Yay. Thank you, Aussie Hannah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, you're so... Number one, that was Liverpool. You sound like Ringo. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm bad at accents, but I appreciate you for this note. Thank you for doing the good work of dealing with shitty little teens. Because honestly, <laughs> I was such a nightmare as a teenager. Everybody who took the time to even be invested in me as a person and how I would turn out, like, truly what a blessing. I was I just was, on a tear for like six years straight. I was a teenager who was very liked by adults, but not oh, by I other see. teens. <laughs> Okay, tips like tips for teens. It's so hard to be a teen. As you get older, you just realize how little everything matters. A lot of times I deal with feeling upset about things or like feeling worried about something by reminding myself like um we are dust and like I will not care about this next week. No. But you don't learn that until like a, like I just learned that. And even <laughs> if somebody told you that as a teen, it did it would, not matter. It does not matter. Because everything feels so monumental. Yeah. Number one, you're probably doing a great job just by being like a role model. Yes. Being there for them, like living it in your own life, I think would have made a big difference if I'd had someone present body positivity as an option mm -hmm. to me because I did not even know it could exist. Number two, just like I was trying to think about what things adults might have said to me that might have made an impact on some of these things. If adults had engaged in more actual conversations with me about it, instead of being like, I don't think you should think that, I think you should think this and here's why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If someone had been like, why do you feel that way? Yes. And I had been forced to say like, because everyone else feels that way. Yeah. Then even if it might not have changed me in the moment, it probably would have been something I would have thought about and like started me on a different journey. Absolutely. I think it's exactly what you're saying is true, which is if you just tell a teen, no, that's not right. It's not meaningful to them. You have to figure out everything for yourself at that age. Yeah. So to me, the biggest thing was just like, 
I didn't understand two things. One was that taking care of my body didn't have to mean being on a diet. I just didn't understand yeah. it. Like if people were like, you need to take care of yourself. I'm like, oh, so not eat for a lot. Okay, got it. Like that's what that means is <laughs> yeah. lose weight. I didn't get it. And the other thing I didn't get was that I didn't need to blame my body for stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it was kind of like I was a huge control freak, hashtag still am. And like everything that didn't go my way, I blamed my body. And so I thought if I changed my body. people liking me. Yeah, yeah. It was that. It was like it was like with guys. It was even unrelated stuff that is unrelated, but I didn't realize at the time yeah. that like, oh, I could get this job or this position or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If my body looked like this felt real. When in reality, it's like, I mean, there's discrimination, but your body is not against you. Yeah. You don't have to fight it and control it to have control over your life. So I think it's just exactly presenting it as Soph said where it's like really make them interrogate what they think instead of telling them how they should think but make sure that that comes across in those conversations it's just like your body's not the problem your body's not out to get you it is changing it is like uncomfortable and weird but like you guys are in it together and you don't need to change it to make your life different yeah I also think like that a lot of those words you were saying sound like they come from Instagram <laughs> and um <laughs> like just reminding teens that like hey you can actually choose who you follow. And like, because, you know, we've talked about before some of our like first steps into body positivity. And I know for other people too, was just like unfollowing people who made me feel bad and following people who made me feel good or who looked like me on Instagram. Curate just, your feet. Yeah. Reminding them that that's an option. Like you definitely, as an adult, like once I hit 21, I was about like, you start sounding like, hello, fellow kids. If you try to like <laughs> recommend people to follow you or whatever. You know what's cool? Accepting yourself <laughs> yeah. as you are. Like Can't it's do whack. It. <laughs> like, it's whack. Nobody will listen. But if you're like, hey, like, why do you follow those people? It sounds like you're really worried about this. Or if you're like, hey, sounds like you care about being healthy. Um, if you want to know about what I know about being healthy, I'd be glad to share it with you. And just like presenting it as an option and open option that you're happy to talk about is much more appealing to the teens than anything else. And also just like, there are teens who are talking about this stuff in a really smart way. Like I think, uh, we were actually just talking about her earlier. Rowan Blanchard talks about this really well. So does, what's her name? Who's in Grownish? Oh, Yara Shahidi. Yeah. That's she so talks real. about all this stuff. They really like, get like the kids get it. I yeah. feel good about the kids. <laughs> they so do. like, if you want to do any recommending, if you're going to somehow do it without sounding like, you know, you're an ancient crone in a base backwards baseball cap, which is literally just how anyone above 18 seems to people who are teenagers, oh, God. Um, then like those are two young people who are talking about this stuff in a real way. I just think you got to remind the teens that the reality is it's 2018. We're all half cyborgs. The internet is real life. <laughs> so like, if you don't want to subject yourself to torture in real life, you don't have to subject yourself to torture on Instagram. Just mm -hmm. like unfollow her, yeah. whoever she is, who's making you feel like shit. Totally. You, don't have to do, you don't have to do this. You do not yeah. have to do this. You're not missing anything. Yeah. It's hard. Cause a lot of times with teens, there's, you got to have the two approaches. You got to have the one approach where you're just like, knock it off. <laughs> Because sometimes teens need to hear that. Yes. Just like, you know. Bros. Like, just patriarchy-related boys. Yes. <laughs> Some uh, humans mm -hmm. who, like, have this, like, privilege that they don't understand yet. A lot of times you have to be like, knock it off. We're not doing that. Yeah. Until they, like, understand why. Mm -hmm. And then with this kind of stuff where it's, like, body image or, like, which, you know, isn't just for girls or friends. No. Like, it's for mm -hmm. boys also. But, like, a lot of this stuff, you can't just be, like, you can't tell them how to think about it or feel about it. You have to just, like, 
present it in yourself. It sounds like you are already doing that. You know, it's a lot to take on. We fully support you. And if you have a teen who does take your recommendations, um, you can recommend the pod. Yeah. We'll talk to the teens for you. you Podcasts are cool. Yeah. <laughs> We're cool. Are they? I wish maybe we need to get like a Twitch live stream. I think the teens are into podcasts. I think really? the teens who are like artsy and want to seem cooler into podcasts. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> good luck with your teaching endeavors. Thank you again for fighting the good fight. I know. These kids it's are so assholes. Hard. Being are. cool is such a huge pressure. Being yeah. liked is such a huge pressure. You're doing great. Keep us posted, People, Ozzie Hannah. Yeah, tweet at us if you have other ideas. I just broke up with my first ever boyfriend a couple days ago, um, and it really sucks. And even though I was the one who broke up with him and it was for a good reason or whatever, it was for a reason, um, I still just like feel awful and I'm having a really hard time coping with it. Um and I was just wondering if either of you have ever gone through a breakup and have any advice on getting through it or just any, I don't know, words of wisdom or anything. So, uh, love you guys. Thank you. Bye. I hope you're already feeling better, Hannah. Yes. I hope you got through it. Um, I'm so sorry about your breakup. I have never been in a serious relationship, but I know what heartbreak feels like because, when? because Gossip Girl was canceled in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I, I um, knew it. Because <laughs> my I shows come it. first. Um, even though I do participate in No Boyfriends 2K forever, <laughs> please join me. Um, I do I do understand. And I think my number one tip, similar to last week's New Year's resolution episode, is just like let yourself feel the thing. Like every time in life I've ever tried to avoid like a huge feeling and just keep it going, it will come back to bite me in like a horrible way. And I'm just like crying in the Walmart parking lot without uh, knowing why. So it's just... I think you just got to let it wash over you, man. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Breakups feel so bad right at the beginning because there's so many things built into your life that remind you of that person where you're like, I would text them about this. I would want that. I want to be cuddled right now. I want to tell them about this thing. I want to watch our show. And like, as soon as you start building in new routines without them, it got, it gets so much easier. Cement the change, build new routines. Like Soph is saying, you can start something new because you're doing something new now and yeah. it's fine and it will help you to move forward just building a new chapter basically yeah. and that, that can you can be head to toe get a therapist if you can just to talk about it even for a few times like it can so help to have someone else be like who is paid to listen to you that is all a therapist is someone who is paid to listen yes um, and has an outside perspective which can be helpful because to be honest your friends are your friends yeah they're gonna be like he sucks exactly and like but, yeah. that has a place yes but what a therapist can do is be like oh interesting it sounds like you really need and value this and you weren't getting that and now you know that moving forward and you can be like oh my god you're so right like i chose this to end because i wasn't you know being respected in this way or like i know that i need x y and z in a partner and he just was never going to provide that and then you can like move forward with that knowledge because i think processing a relationship is so important and helpful. One thing that also helps me when I'm having trouble putting something out of my head is just like remembering, not like self-care in a way that is like bubble bath and coloring or whatever, which is also like those things are great, but kind of like, hey, what do I like? Like when you break up, you have this opportunity to spend all your time on yourself, remember and recover and re-friend yourself and you have the chance to be like, 
What do I want to do? Where do I want to take myself to dinner? What do I want to read and think about and find someone to talk about it with? You know, like you can use all that mind space you were using to be thoughtful and caring about another person and be like, what do I like? Who am I? And I think that's like really cool rediscover you yeah and then just last thing is just like make sure you spend time with you know a lot of times after a breakup either you broke up because you didn't feel like they understood you and got you and appreciated you or you broke up for something else and you missed the feeling that they understood you and got you and appreciated you so just spend time with other people who you think do um keep us posted hannah i hope you feel better soon Hey, April and Sophie. I'm a college student, and before I got to college, um, I was really insecure. I didn't know how to find clothes that were my style and my size, and I had never kissed a boy or had any boy that ever liked me. But then I got to college, and it totally flipped. I figured out how to how to where to find clothes my size, and um, <laughs> boy. So my question is, have you guys ever dealt with being fetishized as a fat girl? And if you have, how did you get past that? I find a lot of guys will want to, like, do stuff with me and be like, your body's so great, da-da-da-da. And then, like, they don't ever want to, (laughs) like, they don't care at all about my personality, which is garbage because my personality is great. Anyway, I love your show so much, and you guys are the best. Uh, Thanks. Bye. I love this, Hannah. (laughs) Thank you, Hannah. (laughs) I love her um, attitude of knowing that. Your personality is golden. Yeah, truly, truly. It is. Um, I will link in the show notes. I did a video with my friend Joanna Spicer, like at some point last year, about my experiences being fetishized on like dating apps where I'll post a full body. He'll be like, Hey girl, you thick, like trying to get dad. It's just like it's too much for me. Hannah, I totally understand this. I've very much been there before. And my tip for dealing with it is recognize that that is somebody to say no to like for me i'm like please tell me if you're gonna fetishize my body so i know to leave because it's not okay (laughs) it's not you're right to want to be valued for your personality and i think like ideally i would want to be with somebody who is into my body but it's not the reason that they're with me and it's not the deciding factor in whether or not we're gonna be together like i hate the feeling of knowing that somebody is separating my personhood from my physical being and then fetishizing my being. It grosses me out. So for me, my tip is just like, oh, they're being weird to you. They don't value who you are as a person. They're saying weird things about your body. Pack it up. Get your backpack together and get back in the car. The (laughs) answer is no. I've never, I don't think I'm fetishized as much as you. I think like you have the added level of being black. So <laughs> congrats. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally constant. Um, we get in, yeah. we get in Instagram DMs, but again, it's usually for you. It's usually for me. It's this attitude of, oh, aren't you grateful that I'm into yes. you? You'll do whatever, right? And it's just like, the answer is a hard no. Yeah. Like the answer is actually have done a lot of work to understand my value as a person and you're not doing me any favors. Also exactly like this Hannah is talking about, I actually recognize how hot I am and know I have a lot to offer and like will leave at any second. Like, yeah. Please join me in exiting from these dudes who are not shit. Just remember that like you, there are a million guys who will be into you. Honestly, yes. I know I can feel this in the moment. Like, oh my God, like, blah, blah, blah. like what if no one ever again, but yeah. like everyone uh, always again, always it'll again. happen, you know? And either way, it doesn't like no boyfriends 2k forever. Like I'm so tired of tying any ideas of self-worth to what these dudes who do not know how to act think for all my hashtag straight, sisters out there literally thoughts and prayers 
Um, but also, if these dudes tell you who they are, believe them. Walk out. That's all I'm yeah. saying. There's and millions of them more. Also, like, I know, in, I know at least for me, in college, I was like, oh, my God, everyone's so mature now. College guys suck. They're not mature yet. It's not everyone you'll have to deal with. Don't worry about it. Nope. I have been told I would hook up with you, but I don't want to date you. Yep. That's not <laughs> chill. At all. Can you believe it? And can you believe in the moment in college, I felt bad about that? I can believe it. Dang. Like, I think this Hannah is very smart and probably knows um, that's bullshit. I hope we helped with this, Hannah. Like, it's just, you know, keep on being you. It sounds like you already are like, I love myself and I'm great. I don't know how to deal with them, especially because, like, they're just bad. Just show them the door. Like, block his number. You're a boss-ass bitch. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, like, more interested in you as a person. I wonder how you would sniff that out beforehand, though. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I mean, they just tell you. That's literally a sentence. It's like, oh, I love, like, I love that fat ass. And I'm like, oh, do you want to talk about this? movie I like and they're like no <laughs> then leave great <laughs> that's it men are not complicated people show they're you not. who they are they, they really do. do they really do keep us posted Hannah bye Hannah bye. Um, those are our six questions for our mailbag number two Hannah's thank you so much for writing in so crazy we have so many fans named Hannah um, I really <laughs> hope, a what a coincidence I hope that some of this was helpful and interesting and I want to hear everyone else's advice and tips and solidarity for these Hannah's too so please tweet at us and send us um, your questions or your voice memos and um, you know if you already sent us one and you want us to definitely look at it like feel free to re-up it I don't care we got a lot of questions I want to make sure we get through all of them at some point but it'll take a bit but we love you guys a lot that wraps up mailbag number two I think we've solved all six of these problems (laughs) you're You're welcome. welcome Today's episode is sponsored by an SAF favorite and returning sponsor, Tomboy X. Valentine's Day is coming, and if you're that kind of couple, you can get your partner the gift of clean, comfortable underwear. Or you can treat yourself to some super cool new undies. If you get your order in by February 11th, you'll receive it just in time for that special day. Wow, that's actually really fast shipping. I have the Essential Soft Bra in a 4X, and I really love it. I love how soft and comfortable the whole bra is. The band holds me just right. All of their products come in super fun colors and prints, and everything is available sizes extra small to 4X. My favorite Tomboy X products are the iconic briefs and Essential Soft Bra in white. They fit me perfectly, and it's truly impossible for me not to do the Tom Cruise risky business dance when I'm in them. Go to tomboyx.com SAF and check out their special bundles and pack pricing. She's All Fat listeners get an extra 15% off with code SAF. Again, code SAF for an extra 15% off. Ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to tomboyx.com SAF. Now let's move on to It's Okay You Can Ask, a segment where Sophie helps me unpack the complicated ins and outs of whiteness. We'll find out the answers to our burning questions like, what's the deal with sea salt? Or what does the phrase catch these hands mean? You threatened me with that, so I know what it means. Okay, so so here's the deal. Okay. Last week I had so much fun with that like list of stuff you pulled up and then had me evaluate if it was white or not. Okay. So I've been thinking about because of my job, actually. I've been thinking about, remember the website Stuff White People Like? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to go through a couple of these items. You tell me if in your specific instance of whiteness, like your specific experience, okay. if it stands true. Okay. Number 104, girls with bangs. Is that a white person thing? 
This is from, this site is from like the. It's a long time ago. Yeah, like the 2000s. I mean, what do they say about girls with bangs? If you see a white woman and you are trying to figure out whether she is liked or just merely tolerated by white people, the best thing you can do is get a quick look at her haircut. It is a known fact that white people love women who wear their hair with bangs that hang straight down. True or false? Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So this is very like, uh, I would say the epitome of what they're talking about is what's her name from new girl. Oh, Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. They're talking about the Zoe Deschanel phenomenon. Mm -hmm. Is it still happening? I mean, this is more of like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I would say now like Bangs were very, like, indie cool for quite a while in the 2000s. I don't know if there's something similar now. Like, is there a haircut that's, like, the look? Is it the middle part with the layers? Yeah, I think it's the um, Heim haircut. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Very real. Yeah. Whoa. When I went to the concert, it was 500 little Heims. Yeah, I think that's the haircut. (laughs) I think that's Bangs right now. That's Bangs. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Here's another one. Okay. Number 92, book deals. White book deals or, white or not white <laughs> like a deal on a bunch of books okay let who me know like that? like who has a okay let me read you the paragraph yet like, oh the combination of white people and books has been a pretty solid combo for the past hundred years so whenever a white person is given a chance to write a book it's considered a pretty big deal this oh. is especially true when it happens to someone who started a blog that they never expected to reach people yeah book, okay. are book deals still a thing like i mean i the thing is i have a feeling of pride when I see like a black woman get a book, but beyond that, I don't really think about book deals. I think book they're the kind of again. This is so funny because it's so two thousands. Yeah, the book deals they're talking about are like when everyone and their dad were getting like literally the shit my dad says Twitter account got that yeah. book deal. They're mm-hmm. they're talking about that kind of book deal where people are like, I'm just yeah, it's like just you know Los Feliz daycare account like getting a whatever. But that still happens. Like there's so many people who have an Instagram for a specific thing and then it turns into a book deal. It does, but I would say now the white sense of book deals is more like you can't get a book deal unless you're not white. Like it's a, <laughs> I've seen I've heard a lot of people talk about it in like a reverse racism sense where Jesus. they're like. I don't have a perspective that's interesting right now, so I can't get a book deal. Wow. But yeah, everyone loves book deals. Everyone wants to talk about themselves, of course. Ugh. Interesting. Okay. And finally, number 75, threatening to move to Canada. <laughs> this is pre-Trump. Yes. Why <laughs> people why? love doing this. Why were they doing that? Now with Trump, I understand. But in 2008, why are you threatening to move to Canada? Because of George I mean, Bush? Yeah, because of George Bush. Just because, like, it's nothing is, is our fault. You know, do you know anybody who really did it? My cousins live in Canada, but for her her husband's job. I mean, do you know anybody who really went after Trump got elected? Because I know some no. people who threatened to. I no. think maybe one girl I know, her dad might have moved to Canada. Really? I think so. No, I just do think it's very white to be like, I'm leaving if I don't get my way. It's just I won't help anything. I won't help to fix it. No. I'm out. This is unacceptable. Moving to Canada where I don't know anything about their problems. <laughs> Another country where white people have taken over native land. Jeez. It really is just about privilege. It's just like, I'm moving to somewhere where I'm going to be treated with respect. Yeah. And it's just like, kind of, you know, dot, dot, dot. Man, I wish someone would make that in 2017. I know it would just be like being dragged, though. You know like, what I mean? Like, you mean it would get torn apart? No, I mean, it would be like stuff white people like power and hating <laughs> other people. Like, it would just be like oh not. My God. It wouldn't be as lighthearted yeah. as this blog if, was. If you could do a lighthearted 2018 version, what was like two things that would be on it? Glossier. Nice. And um, 
faux sheepskin throws. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Wow. And shiplap. And shiplap. Oh, my God. Literally, Chip <laughs> and Joanna, what have you done? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. And, so uh, yeah, you know, coffee table displays. That's like, so true. <laughs> Not you having know. a TV, yeah, making a big deal about it, <laughs> and uh, carbonated beverages. Oh yeah, Le- yeah, Lagua. Dang. All right. Well, thank you for taking this journey with me back to two thousand eight. For sure. I'm always fascinated by what you find interesting about whiteness because it's always so mundane to me. I mean, also me, but it's like mundane in a way that's complicated. Like I don't totally understand it, but it's interesting to me <laughs> for that you, reason. Wait, do you? I've seen black girls with bangs before. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> it was not a question. I mean, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, you were. Like, I'm not personally. Well, actually, my my actual hair has bangs, but you know, I don't feel strongly about it. But clearly, this guy thought white people did. Mm-hmm. And that's our show. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the stuff we mentioned today, and don't forget to send us your questions via email or voice recording to fyi at she'sallfatpod.com. Please make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's super important in making sure people find the show. If you leave us a review, we'll give you a shout out on the pod next week. She's All Fat is created, produced, and hosted by us, Sophie Carter-Khan and April K. Quio. We are an independent production. If you'd like to support the work we do, you can join our Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash she's all fat pod. When you pledge to be a supporter, you'll get all sorts of goodies and extra content. This week, we're posting more information, resources, and readings about all the information in our questions just for our Patreon supporters. Our music was composed and produced by Carolyn Pennypacker-Riggs. Our website was designed by Jesse Fish, and our logo is by Britt Scott. This episode was mixed and edited by Maria Wartell. Our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter handles are at She's All Fat Pod. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else you get your pods. Bye! That's me. Why do you have a... Packing it up. (laughs) Now get, you fetishizer. Get. For when you're a prospector with a backpack (laughs) at a hookup's house. It's perfect. Um. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.